Hi, welcome back to Adventures in Bad Parenting and Other Weird Stories. My name is Dean. Today's episode, episode four, fun with bodily fluids. Some of you might have heard the episode Adventures in Poop. If you haven't, please check it out, um, especially if you like this episode. So, chapter one. So one time, my kid had been vomiting all day, as is his custom, and he was all sick and stuff. But I did not want to be stuck in the house after work. I'd already done everything I needed to get done, and I just didn't want to be trapped in the house. So I'm like, I'm going to take Clayton to Target. And my wife is like, no, you're not. He's sick. I'm like, no, 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 he's he's not sick. I'm a doctor. I'm not a doctor, but I've just, I say that sometimes when I want to win an argument with her. But anyway, I put Clayton in the Subaru and buckled him in. I'm like, okay, this will be fine. This will be fun. And I'm going down the street and we're like halfway to target and all of a sudden he just lets loose like i see like vomit spray in an arc out of his body all over the seats and you know if your friend if your adult friend got sick in your car or even an older child like they would probably like roll down the window or open the door they'd crack it you know and lean out and try to make their vomit hit the asphalt but no no this little boy there is no no attempt to control or contain this. He's not looking for like a big gulp cup off the floor to vomit in. He's spraying it. He he's like I say, he's just like that kid in the Exorcist. It's just spraying just like her but a different color. And then he like covers his mouth. I'm like, "Well, there there we go. Now we're making an attempt to fix this problem. No down window, no open door, but at least he's trying to like make it not spray." So he covers his mouth. And it sprays between the spaces in his fingers like water going into a storm drain. It just, and I'm just like, oh gosh. And of course, then the smell hit me and I'm just like, oh gosh. I'm like, Clay, are you okay? And he looks around and there's like vomit all over his face and his nose is running because that's fun. And he takes his nasty vomit covered hands and starts to wipe them on the seats because that's what small children do to add insult to injury. And then to make matters worse, you know, the smell is just terrible. And I pick up the phone, and I call my wife, and I was like, you know, he just vomited all over the seats. And she laughed her head off and was like, I told you so. And I was like, no, and I, you know, how do you win an argument about that? She said not to do it. She said he's sick. I was like, whatever. And then there was vomit on those seats forever. Like, I took it home. I cleaned him off. I cleaned the seats, but... I'll leave that alone. So that was chapter one of Adventures in Bodily Fluids. Chapter two of Adventures in Bodily Fluids happened near the Leaning Tower of Pisa. We were stationed in Germany. We found out we could get really cheap tickets uh, into Venice. So we flew down there, and we had one kid at the time. I don't remember how old he was, like three, two. I don't know. He was tiny. I love Venice. It's awesome. But my wife really wanted to see the Tower of Pisa. Uh, things were going well. We took pictures of the tower. and the... We get into our hotel room, and it's, it's kind of crappy. Like It's sort of like a bed and breakfast, um, but just old. And like there was a toilet in the shower. And then I walk out into the main room. I think I took a shower or something, and I hear the sound of water dribbling, not from the bathroom, but in the room. And I look up, assuming that it's just a leaky old place, and there's probably leaks in the roof. And my son was jumping around playing in a puddle. of. My wife was like, I thought you put a diaper on him. I'm like, I did, I did. And so we check him out, and apparently he had still managed to leak through this diaper. He, he peed like a champion, and to you know celebrate his victory over the diaper, he was dancing around in his own urine. 
Anyway, if you go to Pisa and you have small children and you think the roof is leaking, you could be right, but it, it could just be a puddle of urine. So, you know, be warned. All right, chapter three and the final chapter of Adventures in Bodily Fluids. One time, my wife went back to Oregon to visit some family, and this is the first time I'd ever been left unattended with our children, and I think she was nervous about it. I'm like, no, no, I, I know things. I'm, I know how to handle myself and the kids. It actually wasn't that bad, um, but there was a point when we were all on the big trampoline in the backyard, and my daughter wanted something. I don't know if she wanted me to get her some juice or something. And I was really tired, understandably. If you, if you don't know why I was tired after a few days of being alone with the children, well, this is not your podcast. So I'm just laying on the trampoline. My whole body hurts. The kids are actually pretty tired, too. I'd worn them out. It's always like a war to see who will drop first when you try to wear out your children. But I'd, I'd sort of won this round. And my daughter wanted the juice. And she says to me, if you don't get up and get me some juice, I'm going to pee on you. And I'm like... <laughs> I, you know, being the dad, I just thought this was hilarious. Like this is, this is bio warfare. Uh, and I, I was just laughing about it and she was really close to me and we were all kind of snuggling. And then, you know, at some point she kind of sat on my arm. And again, that sounds weird, but if you have kids, you notice sometimes life is just sort of like a dog pile. Like you just don't really think about it. And then I felt a growing warmth crawl over my forearm the child had like sat on my arm and peed through her underwear. I think she was in a dress and the pee was going down my arm. And I was like, no. And I like wrenched my arm away and I was like, you know, what are you doing? You do not pee on people. And of course she was laughing. And when the other two realized what had happened, they thought this was hilarious. And, you know, it was degrading and humiliating to be peed on intentionally by another human being. But I must say, she has follow through. She is not a child of idle threats. Like if she says, I'm going to pee on you, if you don't give me some orange juice, you know, she, she has goals. She has things she needs to accomplish and she follows through with them. So I just hope there's no bodily fluids in the future, but I do hope she still has the same follow through when she's, I don't know, going to college or medical school or thing like that. Anyway, if you have ideas of stories that you think I should share, like if you know me and I've told you stories that I have forgotten to podcast or you think there are funny stories that should be discussed, please hit me up. I'd love to hear it. And please share this podcast with your friends. We are all terrible parents in our own special way. Hang in there. We're going to get through this. Take care.